what's going on guys it's chris one of your hosts of the act tactics podcast and today this is a special corona soda episode it's a two-parter dean and i sat down with our buddy hank from bass geek the youtube channel um and we just started talking we started talking fishing it got a little weird (laughs) and you'll see why but uh yeah this could be an entertaining episode for you guys uh hope you enjoy uh, this is part one of our Corona Sode with the Bass Geeks. You need to send a uh, an email to Gary Yamamoto and be like, look, dude. <laughs> I don't like Because I'm defending you on the regular. <laughs> well, I know. I, I don't really like Yamamoto's, to tell you the truth. They're too oh, what, what brand are you using? I'm using either a Zinker Z from Z-Man. Um, yeah. Or I use the stickos from Bass Pro Shop just because they're so much more economical and they last longer. Yeah. So yeah, they do. Slower. I use a pocket rocket from Reaction Innovations. Um, yeah. I use those sometimes. You just made me spit my beer on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> dude, Reaction Innovations. They have such your pocket such, rocket. All right, yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah. They have a. Uh, really interesting <laughs> names for their for their base i know i yeah. just <laughs> do you remember the original do you remember the original uh uh packaging that reaction innovations came out when they no, came out the, i don't know uh-uh. the, so so basically they had what looked like two strippers on their packaging <laughs> <laughs> nice I, I like them so much already <laughs> Uh, yeah they uh they make some good beaver baits too so i use the double wide beavers <laughs> uh when i'm punching. i bought a ton of those smallie beavers for just open hook jig fishing haven't been able to use them yet but huh all right anyways everybody enough, if you're yeah. ne- if you're just now joining us we are just shooting the breeze this is a corona sode um a special edition yeah. beer sode of the Yak Tactics podcast. If you heard in the background, our guest with us today is Hank from Bass Geek Fishing. He's been a guest a number of times. And, uh, you know, we're just here to shoot the breeze. We're going to talk spring fishing and skinny dipping and skinny dippers. Awkward. Skinny dippers. That's another reaction the... bait. <laughs> yeah. AKA yeah. Chris Exotic episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Chris Exotic episode, yeah. Yes. You should see my Prince Albert. Yeah, wow. You already have a pocket rocket, might as well. Oh gosh. Oh, that damn show. Anyways. Yeah. Listen, uh, I watched I I, he, I I remember sitting there watching Netflix. Me and my wife are laying in the bed, and I go across that, and I go, what in the hell is this? And she's like, let's watch it. And I'm like, you really want to watch this? <laughs> she's like, yes. She falls asleep through the first episode. I sit there and watch it, and I just stop it, and I go, what in the hell did I just spend the, like the this hour on? And oh, then all man, of a sudden, that's... it blows up, and like it's every you know Facebook and it's Instagram. It's got everything, man. I know. It's got the zoo got and the human zoo. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, like I said, my wife 
I, I brought it up when it blew up with the memes and my wife's like, oh yeah, I already watched it. It's crazy. I'll watch it again. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> And then I couldn't finish it. She made fun of me. She's like, you couldn't finish it. I was like, yeah, I got it. I can't put that kind of shit in my brain. Like, oh, I got it. No. They're fucked up. I got it. You know, like, yeah. I don't need to keep watching the train wreck run over people over and over again. Yeah. I got it. Listen, I, I, I live in an area of the country that's probably like, you know, one of the meth capitals of the world. So, you know, I see those types of people all and the time. And was like, I'm not gay. I just wanted the meth. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, <laughs> <I was> right. Like, <laughs> then why'd you take all those photos? Just be gay, you know? <laughs> like, oh, man, really like prom photos, three dudes, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. So. What a trip. So, how's fishing in your neck of the wood? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get away from that. How's how's the fishing down south, Hank? Uh, well, I mean, it's hit and miss right now. You know, right now for me, this time of year, uh, I I love to catch uh, bed and smallmouth. You know, and so so right now, the past week, last week, I, I came out. You know, I had a pretty good day throwing an A-rig, middle of the creek sort of thing. Uh, you know, catching some pre-spawners, some staging bass. Come out a few days after that, a cold front comes through. You know, still throwing that A-rig a little bit. And, you know, caught a few, but I was really trying to expand, uh, see where those active fish were so that I could figure out where the fish were, were really that first wave were going to be moving up on those beds Mm-hmm. you know right off so so it's a little tougher which that video should be out wednesday uh, okay. you'll see me in my normal uh you know uh, struggle bus episode <laughs> instead of the last episode where i was just stroking them all the time so, hey it is what it is right you gotta yeah. keep you in a situation where the good days stay good exactly oh yeah <laughs> What's up? Nice. What's the water? Do what? Uh, what's that? Say Fuck, what, Chris. What, that? what do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say how how are things where you're at, Dean? Unless you wanted to keep going with that. Oh, I was just I was gonna go from you know where it's warm, where Hank's at, to up where I'm at. I was gonna hit hit you up. That way they could get like the south, the delta, and then they can talk about the frozen north. You know, Game of Thrones style. Okay. All right. So, um, we, we now have fish on beds. I was out the last time I fished was like nine days ago. So it's been a while. Um, I am not on, you know, stay at home orders. I got to work still. So I think all three of us are in that boat, but, um, you know, uh, last time I was out, I didn't see any fish on beds, but they were pretty shallow. They were pushed up. Um, they've been pushed up for a while now, um, but I, I'm pretty sure there there were fish on beds. I just didn't see any. Um, but just uh, kind of hearing stuff and you know putting two and two together, uh, I'm pretty sure they're all you know a good portion of the fish are on beds now. But the delta is one of those fisheries though. We had bedding fish in February. I guarantee it. And uh, we'll have fish on beds until late May. It they just 
you know, come in waves, basically, you know, you get different, yeah. um, different groups that'll come up, you know, the main cadre of fish though, they're going to be on the beds now, um, you know, for the next few weeks, basically moving in and out. So it's, uh, it should be fun if I could ever get back out there. The, the one mm. kind of hitch to the giddy up right now is, uh, the only place, well, one of the only places in Northern California that you can actually get out and fish is the Delta. So it's getting hammered. You know what I mean? Um, lots of pressure mm -hmm. out there. And I kind of, I kind of don't like this too much just because, uh, a lot of pressure on a lot of these bed and bass. I think it could make for a rough spawn this year. Whereas the lakes, with no pressure on those bedding baths, you know, Berryessa, Clear Lake, um, you know, all these really nice mm -hmm. lakes to fish. I think that this could be great for those lakes for the next three or four years. You know what I mean? Because maybe, yeah, they're off limits. Yeah. So it could be a great productive spawn for uh, for some of these fish. So, um, and hopefully, once they open these lakes back up, um, you know, they'll be some good fishing going on because the fish haven't been pressured for a month or two, you know? So now to you, what's up? Did we last episode talk about my ocean trip at all? Oh man. I don't think we did. No, oh, man. I've been doing all kinds of weird ass fishing. Um, You've been catching bass while you're standing on ice. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. I'll just start with the ocean since I did that. The oldest okay. went out to the ocean and I now say finally on an episode on a Hobie <laughs> and, uh, slated. Yeah, team got a probably, hobby. Caught, <clears throat> probably caught like a hundred and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I probably caught like 150 <laughs> fish and, uh, yeah, it was fun. You know, it's fun about around here, you know, it's different, different parts of the country, but we have a lot of, um, they're called rockfish on this side of the pond, but it's, you know, it's basically a sea, it looks like a sea bass. Um, little bit bigger head, little pokier, little spinier, a little tougher. Um, that's just kind of the nature of the ocean. Though, you know, it's just is what it is. But, um, I kicked ass using bass gear. A lot of bass gear was slaying it. Most people, on the on the coast don't really use darter head jigs with flukes and i did and I, I had a blast i caught almost every kind of fish on that same setup i mean i drop shotted a little bit for surf perch which is fun um and then yeah that darter head jig like a 3 8 ounce starter head jig with a zoom just the fluke not the super fluke and um man i caught every kind of fish I could on it. So that was pretty fun. Um, just couldn't get into a big grade of fish. That's all. That's kind of the problem on the coast. You just get in these mega schools and every fish is 12 to 13 and a half inches or every fish is 14 to 14 and three quarters. It's kind of like fishing Shasta. Yeah. So anyways, did that. And then, um, went to Lake Billy Chinook and, Oh, yes. Just stroked the bull trout. Um, luckily, I did that probably the weekend before they decided to close. All developed boat launches and boat ramps and parks in the state. Um, 
so that was awesome you know fishing for bull trout's pretty dope um they're the hardest fighting trout in freshwater in my opinion and i was catching them on a six inch z-man swimmer z and uh three quarter ounce vmc fish jig thing um and they choke it and you're so using that, a, a dobbins rod yeah, I was using my Dobbins, not my swim bait rod, but kind of like the the jig rod they have with a Corrado. That's so um, funny. Catching trout. So yeah. On your basket. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's like those trout. <clears throat> there's smallmouth in that lake, and they are not the dominant predator in that lake. <laughs> right, so right. They're not even close. Um, Baby bass is a popular color there. I'm gonna guess, huh? Yeah, it is. It is. And a lot of my buddies that are pretty good bass fishermen catch a whole lot of decent bull trout on like, uh, what was it called? The spin baits. They catch a lot of good bull trout on spin baits. So, which is kind of funny. I always laugh just because bull trout are real toothy. And those nice duo realis spin baits, man, those aren't cheap. (laughs) I was like, you know. Oh, like the sky baits? The double yeah. Double oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. They're nice are baits, man. Cheap. I have a couple. Yeah. They're super nice. The finish is good. And I'm just like, you're fucking that thing up, fishing out there. It's gonna get <laughs> right. munched. So I did that, and then that was the same trip where I caught that really big, beautiful rainbow. That oh, uh yeah. here's a funny story for you, Hank. So before I fish, and I bet you do too, most guys do, you know, I always check out the dock I launch from. I don't, I, I mean, it's just paid off too many times. Like, I don't I don't go to a body of water and, like, just jump in my boat and jet. You know, I yeah. kind of, I kind of get everything ready and I kind of look around a little bit. And, you know, some of that, a lot of times, is just looking at water quality, honestly. Yeah. Just looking like what's close, you know, like, are, are sunfish in? Like, am I seeing a fuckload of them? Or, you know, just shit, just doing yeah. the thing. But at this same place, two years ago, I was doing that, and I saw a, it was 29 and a half inches long, a big old brown trout cruising shallow, and I caught him from the dock. So, like, at this place, it's crystal clear water, probably 35, 40-foot visibility. So you can see. Like, on the dock, you can see everything. And I looked over to the side after I had my kayak in the water. I looked over to the side, and, dude, there was these trout cruising and they looked like males and it was like you can't tell when it's that clear how big they are when the depth is hard to tell you know what i mean yeah. you're just kind of like all yeah. right whatever so i i catch this fish or like i'm reeling it in i'm fighting the fish and as soon as it turns broadside and i see how deep its body is i'm like oh fuck you know <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> and uh and it's a big old buck like it's a big and probably the prettiest rainbow trout as far as like a classic this is a rainbow trout, probably the prettiest fish um, I've ever caught. It was and uh, it ended, it ended up being like eight pounds, and um, and it was it was spawned out. They were like false spawning in the bay. Wow! And as I reeled them in, another rainbow trout. I ended up catching this one too because you'll find out why. They were so ramped up and aggressive that when I was reeling in the big one, another one came up and bit them, like Whoa. like. Bit him on the side and tried like swimming him away from where he was. That's crazy. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to catch that one too. I had a guy 
that works at the resort there, he was like watching because he's like, you think you'll catch him? And when I was watching him, they kind of looked like they were cruising like spawners do, you know, like kind of being aggressive around some spots and like kind of false spawning. Yeah. And I was like, I bet I, I told him, I was like, I bet I'd catch these. I was like, cause if they're, if they're in the fucker fight mode, it's pretty easy to catch them. You know, like you're like, okay, you know, I just yeah. got to piss them off. And uh, so I was just popping a Cleo, just putting a spoon out there and popping it. And um, yeah, they just were mad about it. And uh, it was so funny because that fish bit that other fish. I reel in the one fish. I'm like, holy shit, look at this. And then I cast out there immediately and catch that one that bit it. And that was like an eight pounder and a six pounder and just total beautiful, you know, spawn colors for bucks on rainbow trout. It's pretty, pretty badass. Um, But anyways, I ended up getting skunked as far as lake trout were concerned that trip. So fuck me. Right. Like I ended up going out and not catching a damn thing. Um, Hey, but you know, at least you pulled in the, the two rainbows. Biggest rainbow trout anyone I know has ever caught out of that thing. They were all, everybody I know that fishes there was like, holy fuck, you might have caught the biggest rainbow trout in that place. Holy shit. So anyways, that was a, that was a fun trip, though, nonetheless, just because in all honesty, you know, kind of like what we were saying about making sure the good days stay good days, the lake trout fishing is almost boring for me now. Sounds so douchey, but it's just the truth. I'm like, it's, you know, you go out there, it's like, oh, wow, that's 36-inch fish. Great. High five. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I, it's like, I when I, it. you know, it's like the same shit, you know? It's like I go there, and it's like, okay, cool, you know? Um, and I think at that particular place, it's just because I'm at, you, you ever get to a point, and I think this is something that a lot of people, if they fish enough, do, where where you get to a point where you not, I wouldn't say mastered the fishery, but you get to a point where you've caught enough fish in the fishery to kind of have an idea of what the size you can expect is and what you can and expect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you know, you're, and then you know, you're kind of like sifting at that point. Right. Like, yeah. like my buddy Ben and I have fished this like a ton and, and I'm not kidding when I say between the two of us, he and I, we've probably caught 500 lake trout over 30 inches there. Yeah. But we've only caught between the two of us, we've maybe only caught five or six over like 38, 39 inches. And um, so that gives you an idea, right? Like one in a hundred fish, you have yep. a chance, maybe one in a hundred fish to break, um, break that upper tier. And that's just when it gets to that point, it kind of gets like, and and we're talking big fish, period, right? So. It's like a dude arguing about a 50-inch musky or a 48-inch musky. You know, like you're not yeah. – it's not like I'm going to size up my bait and all of a sudden start catching the bigger fish. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're all fucking big. It's kind of like when you get into a lot of like a five to seven-pound largies and you're like, what do I do to catch the 10? You're like, you fucking sift because yeah. those five to sevens are going to eat everything the 10 will. You're, you're not going to size up to a point where the five to sevens aren't going to bite it in the 10 wheel. Like it'd be yep. very weird. It'd be very unlikely, you know, you could almost argue that'd be like a worse strategy. You <laughs> like, you would say like, no, you need to keep, you need to keep using what the fives and sevens are eating. It's just, you just got to get through them, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, you just got to cull. You got to keep yeah. culling. So that's kind of where I'm at with the lake trout. So I'm kind of like, blah on that. And then I was going to get real into brown trout fishing this year. And you got the fucked. fucking, the COVID fucked me, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, 
Yeah, dude, I feel bad for for guys that are up in like Washington State where they just shut it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of in a similar well, boat, but it's weird, dude. Because I'll I'll just say it on the record, just whatever they can't do shit about. I'll fucking fish, period. I don't give a fuck. Like, I know how to be away from everybody. I mean, you know, like this is the dumbest rule of all time. It it's. You know, it's the classic, like, there's people out there sneezing and hawking loogies on produce, <laughs> and now I can't buy avocados. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. You know? And I'm pretty salty about it because it's like, when I was fishing at Billy Chinook, I knew they were going to do it before it happened. I think I even called you, Chris. I was like, dude, the boat launch there is like a Walmart parking lot, and it was like, there wasn't a free parking space. And everyone was hanging out at the boat launch. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing? You know, like, yeah, good, good dummies, you know? Yeah. And, that's but pretty it's much the classic, happened, like, like I said, man. Well, that's kind of what happened with yeah. Clear Lake. You know, everybody was like, oh, I got this time off now. I'm going to go up to Clear Lake. And the locals mm-hmm. up there are like, stay the fuck away, please. You know? And yeah. then everybody descends on Clear Lake. And then... Lake yeah. County, the sheriff or the health department, Lake County was like, "No, we're closing Fuck the it. lake." Yeah, yeah. and and then well, you know, it's hard, man. Yeah. I mean, I say all this as a guy that works on an ambulance for the listeners out there. It's hard. I don't have an answer. Um, you know, my gym has been crippled because the governor of our state said gyms need to close. So I'm just like floating overhead right now for a place that ain't making any money you know and it ain't like my landlord came to me and said don't worry about the rent this month dean because the yeah. governor said no one can go you know right so i don't know i don't have it's an answer I, I mean i got super geeked out you know being in the you know the emergency medical system and you know doing all this work that i do i've got i've been i would say i'm a couple levels above most people on the infection stuff and i don't have an answer man i i mean the honest to god truth is it's everywhere and it's gonna get everywhere and the models that they used initially have been so fucking wrong that i'm not downplaying people dying but last time i checked at this point the models that projected new york was supposed to have like seventy six thousand deaths and they're not even close to that you know it's no. like that's like five times more than they have right now and not not to downplay those deaths or anything. It's just, I don't know. I won't give up my liberty and my right to choose for the, you know, spitting on produce people. So. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully they don't use this against me uh, as testimony. But uh, they've closed down some of the small in Virginia, where the the state I live, I live right on the Tennessee Virginia border. So right yeah. now I'm fishing Tennessee all the time because, you know, the smallmouth, you know, are really moving yeah, up. And, yeah, so, you know, I really like to be, be fishing over there. On the Virginia side, there's a bunch of smaller lakes, you know, yeah. uh, horsepower restrictions or electric motor onlys. And, 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 and they've got a lot of diversity from grass to pads to the nothing. The big logs that you, you know, hit and drive your boat. Big logs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly so so but the problem in virginia is so you've got the uh basically what is the dnr 
which is yeah. the Virginia Department of Game and Inland Fisheries. Like that title's not long enough. And yeah, then you've right. got a forestry service, and then you've got the Corps of Engineers. So they all can't seem to agree <laughs> on what's open and what's closed. So yeah. I'm going to use the confusion uh, once we get later, which I don't think we will into the summer, hopefully. Uh, but yeah. once once we get to where I want to fish one or two of these lakes, I'm just going to be like, you know, they come up and go, hey, you know, we can give you a ticket. I'm like, why? I got my license. So I'm just going to yeah. play the dumb card completely 100%. <laughs> well, and it's now, just the classic bullshit, right? We all bought licenses in Oregon. And yeah. the Washington people did too. And then you ain't see them handing out refunds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're well, like, fuck what, you. Yeah. That's you know? what my old man was saying is he was like, I'd love to be fishing right now. You know, I bought my license. Do I get a refund? You know, and yeah, the yeah. answer is, well, no, you don't. Yeah. yeah. So, so in Virginia, that's the other thing too. If it's on, if it's a lake that's on forestry property, you have to pay an extra fee for a forestry stamp. So, you know, maybe that, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll just go ahead and send them a strongly worded email. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tell them they need yeah, to yeah. at least give me a discount back. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard game, you know, and I'm sure people out there like, would be like, oh, that's so ignorant you're saying. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And the honest God truth is, fuck you. <laughs> that's what I got to say to that. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. I, I mean, because it's, it's so... <laughs> You know, like I said, it's such a, you know, work working where I work and seeing what I see. Um, I mean, it's just what it is, man. And and the whole it sucks, and no one wants to die, and like that's totally understandable. And I'm not downplaying that at all. It's just, but like certain things, like you know, I'm losing my business right now. And, and there's things where you look at situations where people are out of work and at the end of the day it's like you know Is starving's cure... fucking starving yeah, starving starving, starving dude yeah. so however the fuck you want to play it like starving starving and you either get on the government tit and wait in line like get in the bread line or you fucking make it happen you know and it's like you know, yeah. some people say, well, that's different. Starving's not the same as fishing. Well, you know what, dude? My wife's been stuck at home for like almost a month, and she's getting almost feral. <laughs> I might die. <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. Like, 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 I'm just saying, you know, like, I come home, and she's like, you're breathing wrong. Or like, you know, <laughs> like, here's a good example, man. I went to Wendy's today and forgot the awesome sauce. I told him to get awesome sauce, but I didn't check the bag before I left. When I got home, I was kind of in trouble about fry sauce. <laughs> and like, you see what I'm saying? So like, oh, yeah. like, oh, you shouldn't fish. You know, they can kiss my ass. Did you finish, <laughs> you know? your, but, did you finish your honeydew list? <laughs> yeah, man. I built a goddamn accent wall. <laughs> you know the fucking covid's got me anyways you know like however they want to play it the covid's got me making accent walls and just today she came in asked me about painting fucking cabinet drawers and shit in the kitchen and replacing all the handles i'm in the motherfucking home depot like i'm a contractor lately you know and yeah the covid's got me regardless so yeah don't take my fish uh, not to mention i'm on a kayak so i'm by myself god damn it and you know like yeah. not with anybody leave me alone 
Um, but yeah, anyway, so let's let's talk about bass fishing. I guess for me, Chris is like you know, other than pissing off half our listeners because I'm not a <laughs> fucking art. But uh, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> but um, anyways, so, so let's talk so about wait, hey, look, look, what? Hey, hang on. So all right, Dean Chris, and I, like, what yeah, do you got? We got our <laughs> our challenge. Dean and I got our challenge. Where are you at for your biggest bass by weight right now? Five pounds, 12 ounces. You know this. Okay. I'm at – I don't know if I can count my fish. Can I count it? Well, I told you you could because I felt bad I whooped your ass last year and you live on the fucking world-famous Delta. <laughs> <laughs> what was your – I mean, okay. fish what was ain't your... even my thing. You know what I'm what... saying? I mean, I'm just kind of recreationally fuck with it from time to time. Yeah. What was your biggest one last year? Uh, seven and some change. Damn like it, seven. Six. <laughs> My biggest last year was uh six something. Yeah, I went six even. Like... Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm at like um, six six point two one. So what is that? Six point four six six pounds four ounces something like that. Yeah, up here in the fucking snow. Anyways, um. Just, I think to put, just to put the the types of fisheries you guys have out there in perspective to the types of fisheries that we have out here. <laughs> just, yeah. to, just to put this in perspective. I was, I had a buddy that fished in a uh, bass club, one of the better bass clubs around here, and they have a what they call a six-pounder pot. Oh. And that thing went for a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's wild. I, uh, yeah. one day, the, the day that I caught that seven pounder, that day I put together over 30 pounds in my best five. Yeah. In because Oregon. that was the day where it was like six, 12, seven, 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 seven. seven, seven. It was just, yeah. I found well, them that, that day. You don't, you don't, you rarely see sevens. Now during, during the spring, during the, during the winter, you'll see, you'll see one or two of these, these sevens and eights caught. You'll oh, see more. Post you know, spawn was probably a five twelve. You know what I mean? It was yeah. so. It was a goddamn bowling ball with fins. You know. Yeah. So now, now you go, you go out. You know, a little farther west around the Knoxville area, get into the Tennessee River. That changes. Well, so but, here's a question, because this is why I give Chris such a hard time. Is I'm fishing non-Florida strain bass. Yeah. Like. Like a seven pound non Florida strain bass is like high five, bro. Good oh, job. Yeah. Yeah. You get with them boys that are in the Florida strain bass, and it's kind of like, well, whatever, dude. I caught a two footer <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those like yep. those those Texas boys, Florida boys, they're like, well, you see on those like online tournaments, it's always yeah. easy to figure out who's going to win. You look at yeah. Southern California, Texas, and Florida. Yeah. And you're like, there you go. You're fucked. You know, like yeah. that's why I never do any of those national things. I'm like, that's whatever, me, dude. That's the dumbest shit yeah. ever. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That'd be like people in this country trying to like trout fish against me. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, I went out and for fuck you know, for shits and gigs, I caught a six pounder the other day from the bank. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not that I'm not good at catching trout, but it's just, you know, I'm very, very, very fortunate and lucky. Just like if I lived on, you know, just like if I lived in one of them big, good, 
Florida lakes, you know, like Gainesville oh, yeah. or or just you know whatever. You, if I lived you on mean one... any 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 mud hole in Florida, really. I mean, yeah, or not... or you know, kayak fishing and not giving a fuck about alligators and just yeah, fucking shit up yeah. in Florida. Yeah, that's I seen this guy. I seen this guy in Florida, and he's like, Shit's he's terrifying. like, yeah, I don't know, I don't understand, I don't, I don't need a boat to catch big big fish. You know, I catch big fish right from the bank all the time, and I'm like, you're in Florida, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you're in Florida. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. every single mud hole has a 10-pounder. I've seen uh, I've seen some of those YouTube videos where guys are, like, fucking around in the canals in Miami and catching, like, five-pound yeah. peacock bass. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm like, man, they if go I was to their a golf little kid, I got eaten by an alligator, dude. Yeah. I would have got they... eaten by an alligator because I would have been fucking fishing everywhere and I would have got munched. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or they, they go to their golf course with those, you know, beautiful little lake ponds they got and just yeah. get hammered. Yeah. You know, yeah. Good well, so here's fish. the thing. Here's the funny story, right? I got a so segueing into my ice, my ice bass. Got to yeah. segue into this shit. Yeah, because it's a funny story. It's a funny story. So I go out there, and I won't give up the spot because these local boys. There's only a few of us that know about it, and the other ones are really doing everything they can to find out where it's at. <laughs> but, um, but I'm fishing this spot, right? And like I said, the real local boys, you know, all the OGs know it. You know, like if I ran up to a bass fisherman and he's 45, 50 years old, he would, and I told him where I was fishing, he'd be like, fuck yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't, it ain't no secret, you know? It's just a secret for the people that don't know. And uh, <clears throat> so I go there, and lo and behold, these two cocksuckers I know pull up. And one of them's a ex- bass club guy that i i i really like his dad he's his dad's really cool but this kid's kind of a fuckhead you know he's just into <laughs> he's into heroin oh, he's into man. heroin yeah. he's just a fuck you know i'm still nice to him because you know it's just rough life you know man i'm not i'm not whatever his demons are you know whatever yeah. but um he's kind of a fucking mouthy fuck and i'm like Damn. sitting there and um, so he spot jacks me as we're, as we're unloading from the vehicles. He like literally like runs past me to get to where I was going to go, you know? And I was like, you motherfucker, you know, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. So, and I, and he, as he walks by, he looks at my rods and I was only carrying, I think two or three rods that day. When you're bank fishing, I don't, you know, you just yeah. grab a couple. Yeah. And um, so he looks at my rods and he starts kind of talking shit to me because I had a chatterbait, a swim bait. And I think I had a worm. I think that was my, that was the three. And I think I was only bringing down my swim bait and my chatterbait. And uh, he starts talking shit to me about fishing a chatterbait because there's, he's like, you know, there's no wind on the water. You really want to fish a chatterbait? Blah, blah. Like started like trying to educate me on like my lure selection. And I'll tell you right now, I was fishing a chatterbait because the water was dark. It's cold. So I can stop it like a jig, first of all. And second of all, I wanted to put some thump out there so they could find it. That was it. That's the only reason I was picking it, man. And, and, you know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not. But there's a lot of motherfuckers following the same logic with DT6s that catch a lot of fucking money. So, like, blow me. You know, like, so, and this, and this, and this particular spot is not very deep. So I wasn't going to throw a crankbait. And anyway, so I'm like, he's giving me the, you know, he's like giving me the office about the crankbait or the chatterbait. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my my swim bait, which by the way, maybe you guys out there are like, yeah, that's gay, whatever. But 
I'm kind of falling in love with that Z-Man diesel minnow with that chin lock Z weighted hook. As far as like getting through the grass and getting through hydrilla and stuff, that thing's fucking money. And that chin lock Z hook's got that little like lead notch on the, it's like an EWG hook with a belly weight, kind of like the owners, but it also yeah. has like a lead notch up by the eye that keeps that elastic on there fucking perfect, you know? Yeah. And so getting through, so my idea is pretty simple, right? I'm going to use my chatterbait try to find where the patches of grass are because obviously i'll find them pretty quick with a chatterbait and then i was going to follow it up with that um small swim bait just because i knew i could be weedless and kind of get through it (laughs) (laughs) for real oh oh my god chris are you for real right now (laughs) (laughs) you need to change your you need need to change your shirt (laughs) Oh, that sounded like poop. That sounded like poop, man. I mean, my daughter did that to me the other day and looked at me and, and ran the room. I hope you're like, not out of toilet paper. That's all yeah. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I got some. Okay. Awkward. Okay. So we're shitting on um, I mean, I leave the room when I shit, but like, whatever. Anyway, so. So, um. My like, you're ridiculous right now. Don't ever talk to me about my audio quality, all right? <laughs> yeah, Chris, you're literally yeah. talking out your ass. <laughs> oh man, it skipped a little bit. Well, you shit on the podcast, so fuck you. Um, okay, carry on. Z lock, chin lock. Yeah, okay, cool. As yeah, D man, chin lock, shit lock. Got it. Um, so. So anyways, we're fishing, right? And these fish, um, that day I put together 23, almost 24 pounds in my best five. It was a good day. But like this water is super cold. There's ice on the bank. It's just cold, you know? And I I made sure I went out there in the evening on a sunny day. Like we had one of those weird early spring days where the temp, air temp got to like 65. You know what I mean? And So, so like, if you know where they're, at least in my spot, and that's where I was kind of, like, interested to talk to you, Hank, because I know it's kind of different down there. But even in the wintertime, if you get a day where we're in the 60s, they got to eat, Yeah. you know? Like, and it's that's an efficient day for them. They can get up shallow, get in a little warm water, get a little, you know, that little metabolism boost and do some shit, you in, know? In that and, spot you're fishing, and I don't want you to give anything away, but is it – a rocky bank yeah i mean it's kind of rocky and it's you know it's got a little bit of a deep spot by it and so they're hanging out in the deep water right it's 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 a textbook like okay if you're in a water body and it's really shallow where do the bass go in winter time you know what i mean it's like they yeah. go where that's fucking deepest well and well, then where uh, yeah that they, go, they, they know, hang out and where they get some some heat radiation off that off the rocks or something like that you know? yeah Just, but i was catching the I didn't catch a single one shallow. Yeah. Okay. But um, so this guy, you know, he gave me the office, you know, oh, you're fishing a chatterbait and there's not even wind chop on the water. And I'm looking at the water and the visibility is like eight inches. So I'm like, what's this fucking clown talking about? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, what, the fish six feet deep are going to like worry about wind chop and the fucking mud water there? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but you know. He's, you got grass, you got a little bit of wind, yeah. and you got uh, dirty water. That says chatterbait all day. 
Yeah. So and what was funny is then, so we got like a little bit of wind and all of a sudden the chatterbait pops out from him. And so I give him just a raft of shit. I'm like, Hey motherfucker, you know, <laughs> like, like, like that's a nice fucking chatterbait you got there. <laughs> oh, weird. It's a jackhammer. Just like mine. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> And um, what was funny about those in the water body we're in, the forage base is pretty small. You know, we're mm. talking like perch, small crappie, you know, just small shit. And he's fucking throwing a HUD. And he's talking shit to me about my chatterbait. And um, I'm like, all right, well, do you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm here to fish. I don't fish that clown eight to one. Like, I caught eight fish before he caught his first fish. And he's like, oh, man, you know, I'm just trying to get bigs. I don't catch a fish unless it's five pounds or bigger. You know, oh. I'm like, whatever, you know. Oh. <laughs> it's, you know, reasons I don't bank fish, right? Like, yeah. I just want to choke it, you know. And what's funny is I'm, like, running a clinic on him and my buddy. My buddy was fishing with him. And I'm using, you know, that diesel minnow is not very big. It's what, maybe four inches, you know, it's kind of like a Kytec yeah. 3.8 size lure, you know? Yeah. And they're, and I'm fucking them up and they're throwing <clears throat> big swim baits and I'm fucking them up. And I'm kind of like sitting there and I told my buddy, I finally looked at him and I said, how many fish do I got to catch with this small swim bait before you fellas pick up on what I'm doing? You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, they're like, well, he was throwing like, a six inch chatterbait or a six inch like the what is that the Kitech six point four you know that big one that Jesus, they made Jesus yeah he was throwing like the big fat and it was the swimming impact fat you know yeah. and, and I don't blame him I mean he did catch a fish on it but like I reeled in one of my fish and it had a like an eight inch bullhead with the tail sticking out of its mouth you know yeah, like yeah, so they're eating yeah. big stuff but like pinning a bullhead in the winter time is different than trying to catch a swim bait you know like it's a different it's just a different game you know yeah. and uh anyways it was just funny as fuck because i'm these like the one dude giving me all this fucking mouth he can't catch shit to save his life unless it's a bass so i'm like uh-huh uh-huh you know <laughs> like yeah fuck me right like i don't know shit right he was like trying to tell me at first give me a hard time he's like hey man you know, there's some trout in here. There ain't no trout in this fucking place he's talking about. And he's like trying to tell me, like, man, maybe if you throw like a wooly bugger or something, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, this guy, you know, just funny bank fishing shit, you know, or like it just reminded me why I bought a kayak. I was just kind of like, man, this motherfucker just disrupted my chi. His dad's really cool, though. You know, <laughs> like I was just, you know, small town shit too, you know, where I'm like, you know, his fucking dad really one of the nicest dudes i've met and this motherfucker like i kind of want to spartan kick him into the water right now <laughs> you know like just fuck you and kick him into the water and um and this dude like blows that spot out he fishes that spot so it was good that day like i cleaned house i caught like eight fish to their three and uh he fished it for the next five days straight and i was just like fuck i remember why i don't bank fish you know like i just dumbass you know like you you don't need to go to a spot and just blow it out you yeah. know yeah. so that's my that's interesting coronavirus fuck you i'll fish if i want and everyone out there that likes to bank fish the same spot every day you can kiss my ass too you know like get better i just get so i just get so bored with bank fishing it just 
Yeah. I'll, I'll, what drives me crazy about bank fishing is I'll walk up to a spot. You can see this spot. Like everybody fishes that one spot. And you're Dude, looking around like, and you're going, man, if well, I could just get right over there or right yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. On the same yeah. way. And, you know, in all honesty, I'll break it down, like, for people out there. Um, bank fishing is simpler than they make it sound. You fan cast, and then yeah, you start adjusting your depth, and fan cast again. And then when you've done that a couple times, you move. I mean, that's it. Change lures a couple times and move. Yeah. People try to make bank fishing out to be like this, like, oh, man, you can't catch a lot of fish. Well, I fucking caught a lot of fish bank fishing. It's just, you, yeah, you got to like, you got to, it's just like bass fishing. You got to move. You're like, yeah. you can't, you know, you're going to wait. It blows me away with the low barrier of entry that there aren't even more, and I'm fine with it, <laughs> but that there aren't even more people with kayaks. Because it's not that hard to get into a $500 kayak, especially right well, now. Well, I mean, it, if somebody it, wanted it, to it, right now, they could probably go snag some real good deals because oh there's i saw a hobie yeah. a hobie out a 2020 hobie outback for 2200 bucks that's a good deal online. yeah yeah it, and you know it, any any boat though i mean it, i mean i've i've got a little pelican mass raider that yeah. i gave you know like 600 bucks for yeah and you know i mean how many john boats can you go buy i mean even if you oh, yeah. i mean to me there's there's no reason there's only two reasons why your bank or pond and pond is a whole nother argument for yeah. me uh you know that you're not that you're not out on a boat a because you don't want to get your ass kicked <laughs> get out there and try and learn to cover water because yeah. i mean you know there's so many guys that are pond fishing and i and i get it I, listen i love the fish ponds but you know to me, it's it's a graduation. You start out bank fishing, you know, maybe yeah. you're fishing the river, you're fishing the, yep. you know, small ponds. You build and a little bit of confidence. It's the best way to come up. I feel like it, it's the best yeah, way to come. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you you have to progress. You know, if you're fishing a two acre pond and you can fish every single inch of it, and you're catching five pounders out of it, I know that's fun. But that don't mean you're good. <laughs> it don't. Yeah. It I'm sorry. I don't care who pond. you are. Yeah. So well, and that's that's funny that you say that because that's that's kind of how I look at it nowadays. You know, I grew up pit fishing, and then you know, fly fishing was. I mean, I give fly fishing a lot of shit because nowadays it's changed. You know, there's a lot of flat billed hat, bait pin smoking fucking weirdos fly fishing nowadays. It, <laughs> it just ain't what it was when I was. Growing up. And uh, but like learning the entomology, learning the biology of like like food webs and stuff that fly fishing kind of makes you learn. Yeah. It's totally helped me as a trout fisherman now. Like I still kick over rocks. I could see. And that. I ain't even fly fishing, but I yeah. still kick over rocks and I kick over and you know, another, this is one of those golden moments for people out there that don't know this stuff. But like I kick over rocks, even though I don't fly fish anymore, because it tells me more than likely what part of the water column they're going to hang in. Or what lays in the river they're going to be in. Like, if we have a real big fucking mayfly hatch, they're not going to be in the faster water. They're going to be in the slower water. They're going to be sipping emergers. They're going to be up uh, closer to the bank. You know? Like, like there's things, knowing some shit, like that kind of stuff as far as trout's concerned. It's the same as, like, this spot I'm fishing for bass. Dude, there's tons 
of bullfrog tadpoles all over. So why do you think I'm fishing something that's like three and a half, four inches long? Right. Not fucking seven. seven you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it's cold water and I'm a bass, what am I going to eat? You know, I'm going to eat the easiest meal I can get my hands on. Yep. Right? And a tadpole is a lot fucking easier than another fish. Yep. You know, and so like size, size requirements, you know, and that's, so bank fishing, I feel like taught me a lot of that stuff. Fly fishing, as far as trout's concerned, I think everyone should fly fish for a little bit until they realize that you catch bigger fish, not fly fishing. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and kind of swing it from there. And like bass fishing, same thing. Like pond, I, I caught my first big bass from a pond at a Boy Scout camp. Yeah. You know, same story. Those fish were dumb as shit. And I was probably breaking the law using a bluegill, but whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like, like you said, um, you can get real good at a pond. Like, like I know I'm beating Chris because I got a really good spot. I don't <laughs> think because I'm good at that spot that I could go to the Delta and beat him. Yeah. And that's, you know? I swear, I, I would love... <laughs> To like just challenge some of these YouTubers that like just fish from the bank and just I mean because I, I know guys that fish from the bank man and they'll they'll just sit there and rag on you you know mm-hmm. that that you know oh man I catch you know five pounders all the time I'm like okay let's let's do this come out with me I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna put me a twelve pack in the cooler I'm just gonna drive your ass around in my boat all day long in any lake you want to wow. go. You pick the spots. You pick the baits. Hell, you can use my equipment, all my gear. Mm-hmm. And let's just see. <laughs> let's just see. Break it down. Break yeah. it down. When the well, options when are, find, yeah, find, more varied. Yeah, it's tougher. And, and what I find a lot of times is, um, if I, for example, like if we went through that scenario. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? What you're doing? And they gave me a discussion, kind of like what I just said about trout fishing. When I was like, hey, if I see mature caddis larvae, like big mature caddis larvae underneath rocks, mm-hmm. I'm going to fish low in the water column because that's a good food source, right? Like I'm going to, they're going to, they're going to be chilling at the bottom. You know, if I see, if I walk up and I see big schools of, like two and a half inch fathead minnows. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm you know, like, like if you, and that's the thing, right? A lot of those guys that talk that good shit. If you, if you went fishing with them and you said, Hey, why are you using that? They don't have a fucking answer. <laughs> no. You know you what know, I mean? Because like, it catches fish. Yeah. It's just like you were saying about the mayflies, you know, you can get on areas of the lake and when the mayflies are hatching, you know, there's certain areas where they're, you know, they're up in the trees, they're hatching. All of a sudden you start seeing, you know, these, what's going to be over there, bluegill, bluegill's yep. going to be over yeah. there feeding on them. So all these bait yep. fish are going to be over there. So yeah, that's a great place to go pick up a, a, a bluegill or, you know, swim bait or, or, yeah. you know, uh, or, a, or a, 
a chatterbait, you know, which you can mimic mm-hmm. a bluegill or a jig, a swim jig, where you can mimic a crankbait mimic, or whatever. Little, yeah, yeah, anything. Spinnerbait, yeah, anything. So, yeah. you know, you've got to really pay attention to your surroundings. You know, I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, that's that's the to me. And, you know, I, I, I know I've said this on, on your all's podcast before, you know, to me, it's, it's solving that puzzle. It's, it's yeah. solving that puzzle. That's the fun I would say part. that's your like step up to JV. Yeah. Catching when you start fish, doing that shit, you yeah. step up to JV and it's like, okay, you ain't varsity yet. Cause you can't, you know, you can't fuck with the guys that do it too. Yeah. But at least now the gears are turning, you know, like that yeah. dude throwing that big swim bait, he's throwing a swim bait that's bigger than most fish in that entire water system. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So when he's throwing it, he got smoked a couple times and he didn't hook the fish. And I'm like, of course not. They're not, they're not wired for that food source. So they're not, you know, they're hitting it out of reaction, but they're not like, I've eaten that 20 times. Yeah. Right. Like, like in a place where they stock rainbow trout all the time and you throw a HUD and it's like those fish know how to fucking eat an eight inch trout, you know, like they are professionals at it. You know, yeah. it's like, he's throwing this shit in a water body with no trout and fucking bullheads and perch. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I would throw a fucking jerk bait before I throw that shit, but whatever, dude, do right. you, you know? And I think something else for like some of the guys out there, that are on their, um, as a side note, right? Like, so a guy that I kind of got into kayak fishing was messaging me today and he was fishing on the lake and he got a couple bites, but he didn't land anything. And he was asking me kind of like what was up. And I, you know, I give him information, but I don't tell him what to do because, you know, um, one, we're in a monthly competition right now, but more importantly, it's like, if you don't teach people how to kind of run that hamster wheel, yeah. You're just giving them ways to fuck your fishing up. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Like if you just go, Hey, I figured this, this, and this out and it took me 200 hours and <laughs> I did it because of this forage base at this time of the year with this water temperature and this behavior pattern that I noticed from the fish, the behavior of the fish. Then I presented this lure and then they go, Oh, well, I only use this lure. It's like, well, fuck, man. You know, like you don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't deserve that shit, man. Because you're never gonna <laughs> yeah. get it back from them. You'll never get that back from them. You know, they're never gonna hook you up and be like, hey man, this time of the year I've been using this. Yeah. And then it was because of this, this, and this. And you know, man, I was I was trying some different, you know, like I need another scientist. I don't need yeah. a fucking person that just wants to use my bleach wipes, you know, yeah. like the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, but like, I was trying to help him out and kind of guide him down that path though. You know, he's like, man, I was trying this, was trying spoons, trying this. I'm like, Hey, what was the water temp? It was like 48 degrees. That's still how cold it is up here. You know? Jeez. And I'm like, okay, how fast were you trolling? And he was trolling too slow for the lures he was using as far as actions concerned. Yeah. Uh, like a like a little Cleo needs to be trolled between two and two point two miles an hour, and he's going one point eight. Yeah. So he wasn't getting the flutter; he was getting a wobble, you know. And you need the flutter. And like you know, a blue fox can be trolled at one point six to one point eight because the as soon as the blade's spinning, it's yeah. good, you know. Right. And but like he's got to learn that shit, man. You know, like and and he's got to try that shit out, and then. And then that's how you get the value of the information, you know, like 
if I, if I run into a really good fisherman and he says this, this, and this, I value what he tells me more. Yeah. Because I fucking get it. You know, like, I'm like, okay, for real. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not just like, oh, it's easy. I just fucking throw a jig. It's like, dude, you talk to a real good jig fisherman and he's making some choices based on some shit that like is very relevant. Like, like those small beavers. How, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I bought smallie beavers because crawfish are fucking small in the beginning of the year. You know, like, like just going through trailers, going through jigs, going, you know, the chatterbait thing. Like you were, I was, I was fishing. Yeah, I was fishing a chatterbait to find grass. You know, I wasn't really fishing it to try to catch all the fish. I was fishing it to search and find bottom structure, and you know, and the nice thing about chatterbaits is you can rip them through grass and get a reaction bite and unlike crankbaits you can kill them and they'll fucking sink and then you can fill the bottom and you know it's just like it's a good it's a good bait to use when you're in a spot where especially bank fishing where you're like hey i need to know where shit's at i don't have a fish finder i need to know where some shit's at I need you don't soft, use it deeper I it's hard when you're bank fishing. Nah, i don't use that fucking gay ass <laughs> shit. i thought that's what people did when they were Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, Picasso, for lead reason, Picasso actually made. My dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> they actually make them. I mean, it, they're huge, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm actually dying to try it. But I mean, you're they're, you're talking about like uh, ounce and three quarter style oh. uh, vibrating jigs, the shock blade mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Ah, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't remember. The I name have their. They're tungsten jigs. I have a few of their uh, tungsten jigs with it. Looks like a hairpin weed guard they have, like a three prong pronged hairpin weed guard. I love those jigs. I use they're like football head jigs. They're like almost. I wouldn't call them a micro jig, like a short shank hook, but they're like in between. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, Yeah, that one that uh, who do we have on? Well, no, not Greg. Greg uses the Kitek. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Check one, yeah. Clear, our Clear Lake episode. Fuck, Matt man. Brandon. Uh, Matt Brandon. Matt Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Matt Brandon turned me on to those. Yeah, and dude, I love them. You put like a smallie beaver on there, and it looks like the perfect like Size April May fucking crawdad. Oh, it yeah. looks like the perfect April May crawdad, man. Huh. And the same. It's the same size. I would say it's the same size as those Kitek finesse tungsten jig. I yeah. like those Picasso man they're they're high quality shit i just yeah. you know spend seven dollars on one jig and it hurts your soul <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah right yeah that's that's hard to justify like i said i i just seen those i just seen those a couple of years back and i'm sitting there you know because i love to you know ledge fish during the summer yeah and i was like man i was like that is something different <laughs> i'm like i've never seen anybody throw you know a big ass you know, kind of chatterbait out there deep like yeah. that. So, well, I got some two ounce fucking blade baits right now, Hank. They're five and a half inches long. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I've got, I'm, doing, I'm doing weird shit, man. I do weird shit. Like, no, people, don't, don't worry. People I think do I too. fish the same stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I gave one to my buddy Ben for Lake Trout. And I was like, dude, we got to try this fucking thing. That's the same size Those as a coconut. Fuck it. They were yeah, big. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck it. Who cares, man? They love I'm, going some, uh, 
I've actually got some spinner baits. I, I showed them in a video there last I year. Those, yeah. Yeah. They're Huge. by a ledge hog. And I, I know the, the owners of the company, they're from down around Knoxville and, uh, man, they are massive. I mean, massive. And they make two different heads. One, you know, just like a regular spinner bait for a skirt. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you're, we're talking about two ounce, three ounce spinner baits. <laughs> yeah. And so, and they make them for, they make a, another head for, for swim baits and they get out on the Tennessee river once the grass gets up and they, uh, they, they fish them on that deep grass edge, just slow roll. Okay. Because got, you got all those, uh, gizzard shad and those really big. Yep. And those shad. things are fucking big. Hell yeah. I didn't realize how big gizzard shad were. I saw yeah. I saw a video the other day, and this person was holding like almost a two pound gizzard shad, and I was like, Hell "Holy yeah. fuck. what the yeah. hell?" I was like, "Those things are our shad up around here are like minnows, you know." And I saw yeah. that thing, and I was like, "Jesus, it's a mini uh, carp." You know, there's some lakes, you know, like we've got, uh, you know, regular thread fin, you know, yeah. every day, you know. Now the lake, the lake that I fish for the smallmouth. I, there might be some gizzard shad in it, but if there is, yeah. there's not a lot. There's not a large population. And well, like Shasta has shad in it, and they're like the size of your thumb, you know? Yeah, like yeah. They, exactly. They they'll get to about, you know, those those thread fin. They'll get about, you know, three four inches is a is a big one. Yeah. And so, and that's that's what you know. Remember the first time that I was on, you know, we were talking electronics, and you know, I was telling you it was during a winter, uh, during the winter time, and I was Demiki rigging. Yeah. And, you know that that's yeah, yeah that and that's that's when those shad die, they just fall to the bottom, and that's you know that's that's what those big smallmouth do. They get out there over you know humps, points, ditches, you know. 30 to 80 feet deep you know I was, I was actually fishing some this past year that were uh that actually had the shad pinned on the bottom in 80 foot of water huh. jesus but uh and then that's like right now you know the other day the video that i just put out the other day you know i, I pulled up on a spot and i i noticed on my electronics there was like all this clutter down to about zero to 10 feet. And I was sitting there looking at it. And I started noticing that the lake was turning over. So underneath that, it was probably, uh, you know, I didn't jump in the water to find out, but I was, you know, I'm almost positive. It was probably, it probably cleared up. Yeah. And so, so, you know, I started, I started out throwing a uh, spinnerbait, you know, it was going to be real windy. And I was like, eh, spinnerbait's not getting deep enough. So, you know, I picked up an A-rig with, <laughs> 3.3s and one 3.8 on the back to, you know, the same size. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect size of those, those thread fins. So, but I could get that a rig deeper. I could throw it up there shallower and just kind of, you know, contour those real steep banks. So that, that's a good, that's a good segue. So Hank, tell us, and and I got some things. Well, guys, that is where we are going to leave the first part of the Corona Sode. Uh, Dean and I thank you guys for listening. It got a little weird in there a couple times, uh, but uh, we had a good time talking to our buddy Hank. Hank's always a good guy to chat with. Go check him out on YouTube at Bass Geek. Um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, stay tuned for part two of this Corona Sode. Let's go.